welcome to the Niner Fanatic podcast, uh, the live edition. My name is Peter Lucas, and we are more than ready uh, for this third and final installment of this series uh, between your 49ers and these Los Angeles Rams that we're just tired of seeing at this point. Um, this one's for a chance at the Super Bowl, NFC Championship game. 49ers won the first and second matchups. Can they win the third? Uh, they everybody likes to say that there's uh, the third, the third uh, one is the hardest to get. But I mean, the reality is, is the 49ers have almost a 70 percent chance of uh, of winning this game. Like uh, that's at least that's what the stats have been telling us all week. So uh, both teams are mostly healthy. Trent Williams injury kind of looms large in this one. Uh, I feel like the 49 if Trent Williams plays, 49ers are going to have a much obviously a much easier time when you have the best left tackle in the league. And that is not just my opinion. I feel like that is the general consensus around the league. The guy almost broke the PFF scale. So the the reality is, is uh, Trent, Trent Williams injury is going to play a huge, uh, it's going to be a huge point of emphasis in this game. And how, how are the 49ers going to, or how are they going to uh, like a, matchup if if they don't have him so it, it's it, it's going to be like uh i don't know how to explain this quite uh quite well enough he he's uh, he, last time we had to put colton mckibbitts in and he did actually had an admirable job but the reality is is it's going to get way too much pressure on jimmy uh we got von miller on that other on the other side and he if he if you got Von Miller, the way he's played the last game or two games, we don't want to see young Von Miller. We want to see old Von Miller. And I feel like if Trent Williams plays, we're going to see more of old Von Miller. And uh, so we just want to we just want to see a good enough Trent Williams. He doesn't have to be 100 percent. I think 80 uh, percent Trent Williams is going to be enough in this game. But uh, let's start off with the Rams. What is McVay going to do differently in this game that he hasn't done in the in the, the first two matchups? First two matchups. The first one, 49ers just kind of ran away with that one. And it looked like McVay hadn't learned anything from his past matchups versus uh, Shanahan. And it continued the narrative of, well, uh, Shanahan just lives rent-free in McVay's head. It just continued that narrative. But And then the second matchup, they tried – the 49ers uh, did – they tried to shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, McVay tried to have his team come out with a little bit more heart. He tried to get them pumped up, running down sidelines with players and 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 all that fake rah-rah stuff just to, to make it seem like they were tougher than what they actually were. In the end of the at the end of the day, they got they got worn down by the 49ers just physical play. And I I expect to see more of the same in this game. It's it's just going to be can the can like which Stafford is going to show up, which Stafford is going to show up. Can he adjust to the 49ers four man rush? Um, last game, he did not. Previous game before that, he did not. Uh, 49ers are the defensive line is running on all cylinders right now. And it'll be really interesting to see what uh, can Stafford with seven guys out in the. Uh, out in coverage, can he can he beat those zone those zone coverage? Will he get frustrated? Will he just start throwing the ball up to try and get those PI calls 
Uh, I've been saying that kind of stuff all year because that's really what teams tend to do. It's every team has followed the same about the same script. They try to run the ball. You cannot run against this 49er defense after week 10. Uh, they try to run the ball. Then they try to, then they think that they all oh, will, will take advantage of the corners. Then that doesn't work. Then, then they just get frustrated and they start throwing the ball up, hoping for PI calls. I expect more of the same in this game. Uh, Stafford is going to be, is going to be thoroughly frustrated. If I, I just look at it as if D'Amico Ryans could, uh, could confuse an Aaron Rodgers, who is, in my mind, miles, miles above Stafford uh, in scale on like, on quarter in quarterback play, then he can easily, in my mind confuse Stafford. So, um, but yeah, which Stafford is going to show up? We'll, we'll, we'll really see as soon as this, uh, as soon as this game gets started, how many times is acres and uh, Michelle, how many times are they going to get the ball? How many times are they going to get the ball? They, it's going to be really interesting to see what, what they, how they try to do something different in this running game. Are we going to see some jet sweeps? I think they're going to do something to try and Take uh, and get the 49ers defensive line off of their off of their spots because as no team I believe has really tried to get uh, the 49ers uh, defensive linemen to to do what they, to not do what they do best which is rush the uh, which is rush the quarterback pin their ears back and D'Amico does a great job of these stunts and twists just to get uh, them against. Again, his best rushers against their worst, uh, their worst offensive linemen. So, yeah, how many? But how many times is Acres and Michelle going to get the ball? Last time Acres got it barely. I got barely anything. I think they barely got over fifty yards uh, rushing total. And but uh, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball. Uh, did they learn anything from what Green Bay did? I was really intrigued, and I said it before the Green Bay game that that uh, it was going to be a real key. They have two, they had two good running backs in Aaron Jones and AJ and AJ Dillon that, and they're like thunder and lightning style. Like uh, AJ Dillon was a, uh, he was really kind of a key to soften up the 49ers defense and the 49ers defense defense kind of struggled in the beginning against the run game with green Bay. Uh, but also what they did, I don't, that I don't think a lot of people were really paying attention to is they were getting the ball out to those guys in space along the sidelines, in the flats. Uh, and a lot of teams don't try that against the 49ers, and I don't I don't understand why they don't. But I think we may see that when McVay sees on the tape that they had – Green Bay had a little bit of success doing that. It wouldn't surprise me. It really would not surprise me because that – if they can get the 49ers kind of cheating up uh, against those running backs, then it's going to make a huge difference – when OBJ is trying to on his go on his go routes and uh, it's just going to soften up. It's going to make that defensive line kind of pay attention to the screen game. And it's going to slow that, that pass rush up just, it could slow it up just enough to give him time to give Stafford time, some, some time to get the ball to cup and OBJ. But because if they don't, if they don't find a way to slow up that pass rush, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long day for Stafford, um, but will Cup be able to do to 
Kwan Williams what he did to Dante Johnson. I would like to say no. Everybody's kind of pointing to uh, what Devontae Adams did to Kwan Williams and saying that, oh, he's lost a step. And would I say he's lost a step? Yeah, he probably has lost a step, but Kwan Williams has played well. I, I don't I don't uh, I don't see him like uh, really playing bad ball. And if you're going to give me a choice between him and Dante Johnson. Yeah, I'm going to pick I'm going to pick Kwan Williams. And and this is the other this is the other part is that Kwan Williams gives us a huge he helps us in the run game in the run defense. So I absolutely want Kwan Williams starting. And I just think that uh, I think that the key to this game is going to be the that we're getting Ambry Thomas back, and I think that's really going to help. I think that that was a real key for for the last game as the game went on. Uh, Ambry Thomas was he did a good job. He did a good job against. Uh, yeah, they scored a touchdown uh, with Higby on him, but he was in position. I think he's going to do a good good job. It doesn't matter. He's going to be in position. Uh, I'm really excited to see him back on the field uh, because they really missed him in the Green Bay game. Even though the Green Bay only scored ten points, it was it was uh, it was evident in the, in the, on that first drive that they went right down the field just targeting Dante Johnson. And Dante Johnson is not terrible, but I mean he's serviceable. But I would much rather have Kwan Williams and Amber Thomas out there. And I think that it's going to make I think it is going to make a difference in this game. Uh, I think that. D'Amico is going to scheme it up to, I think he's going to scheme OBJ up very similarly to what he did with Devontae Adams uh, and keep that. They're going to probably double team him and then try and get Cooper underneath with, uh, with somebody else. So I like, uh, I'm hoping, of course, I hope that it works out, but I have the ultimate faith in D'Amico Ryan's at this point. Um, but can the Rams D play tough for 60 minutes or are they going to get worn down just like they did last game? They tried to play tough. They tried to play tough in the beginning of the game, tried to get rah-rah and hitting, uh, hitting uh, Ramsey, hitting Debo and all that stuff and trying to act tough. The, the reality is that's not, that's not going to work for 60 minutes because Debo and Jennings and even Ayuk are gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be punching you in the mouth in the run game they're gonna be blocking you for 60 minutes and they're gonna wear those corners down it's just the physical play and then you got Kittle uh I I just think that the 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 way that our skill players the way that our skill players really just are a part of that physical nature of the team it's not just the offensive line being physical it's every single player is physical on this team. Uh, so, and I think it was masterful. We didn't see it at the time, but I think it was masterful what Shanahan was doing with Ayuk early in the season, basically putting him in his doghouse. Uh, but ever since then, Ayuk has been physical. And I think that he wasn't that player in the beginning of the season. I think he was ready to, he thought that he was ready to break out. And I think that Shanahan saw a different vision. Uh, he wanted that physical style of football, and he wasn't seeing that from Ayuk. So at all times, so I, I'm I'm really I'm really excited to see that. Uh, I want to see the 49ers offense hit on all cylinders. But uh, it comes back to this Rams team, and does you know 
I had I had a question. Does Leonard Floyd actually make an imp an impact? Does he make an impact in this game? Because I don't really re I remember him making one play in the beginning of the last game. I think that he is not that big of a guy, and he ends up getting washed out when playing against a team like the 49ers. He needs to play a bit up against – he excels playing up against teams that aren't physical, and he can just kind of run, run around like teams that with big linemen, he can just run around. But the 49ers have an offensive line that's built for that zone, that zone read scheme, and uh, – they're athletic enough to to keep up with Floyd. I think Floyd's going to make a couple of plays. I, I'm not going to lie. I think he is going to make a couple of plays. I think that Von Miller is going to make a couple of plays in this game. I don't think he's going to be a non-factor like he was in the last game. Uh, it's it's a question of does Jimmy hit those throws to loosen up that that the pass their pass rush like he has in the past. Uh, can uh, can Reader and the rest of the uh, the Rams linebackers, who I just learned Reader's name on my uh, on the, on our, my last podcast with Nate, uh, can he can the rest of those linebackers stay disciplined in the run and pass games? Can they do it? Like uh, because we haven't seen it up to this point, and it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome to, uh, to I it would be awesome to see them just take advantage of the middle again. I fully expect the uh, Raheem Morris to have some kind of wrinkle to, to try and take away the middle of the field so that Jimmy can't do the same thing that he did in the last game and the same thing that the 49ers do historically against them, which is kind of just take away that, uh, which is just prey on the middle of the field. I've got to believe that they've got something dialed up for that. But, I mean, we'll see. We haven't seen it yet. So I know that Shanahan has, has got to be planning to go to the well again, and hopefully, hopefully they can they can make an example out of them early, and uh, and that they can stick with them. Even if the Rams score early, I just want to see the 49 offense stay with them and not get behind early. Um, but moving on to the the 49er offense, the the offensive line is the key. For the for the for the 49er offense. Trent Williams, his injury means everything in this game to me. The way I'm looking at this game, uh, they have to be able to run the ball and make it easy on Jimmy. And Trent Williams is a huge part of that. Not only is he a huge part of just his side of that left side of the offensive line, the way that Shanny's been using him the last couple of games, putting him in motion and moving him around to uh, to get favorable matchups. It's it's going to be huge if they don't have him. So, uh, yeah, the O-line to me is the key to this game. Can they continue to dominate the Rams' uh, defensive line? And can they can they continue to make Aaron Donald a non-factor? Uh, I keep expecting to say that they can't do that forever. Eventually, Aaron Donald is going to show that he's, he's the best uh, defensive lineman in the league. And uh, eventually he's going to he's going to bust out of Daniel Brunskill's shadow, but it still hasn't happened yet. So we're still waiting for it to happen. We're going to expect that it's going to continue this way until he proves otherwise. Uh, Jimmy has to keep the mistakes to a minimum. He has to take advantage uh, when he has schemed up open receivers. Shani gets him schemed up open guys on a regular basis. 
can he hit them when they're wide open in stride and not throw it behind them, throw it over their head, throw it, uh, throw a uh, little floaters out there for the defense to catch up to. Can he put the ball where it's supposed to supposed to be on time? That is the question. That is the question for this game. The question is, can he do it? And has he done enough to get us to this point? I mean, obviously we're here, but we want to see, we want to see him do, uh, just not make the big mistake. So I would like to see some mistake-free football from, from Jimmy in these playoffs. He's struggled in these playoffs. We're not going to, uh, that's not up for debate. And uh, we want, I would love to see an easy win for once. Now, do I expect an easy win? Of course not. Of course not. It's not the way we do things in Ninerville. Uh, it's, but I'll, and I'll take a win. It doesn't matter how it looks. But at the same time, for my sanity, for, the, for most of our sanity, uh, can we just get an easy one? From you, Jimmy. I just we just want him to hit the read that's wide open. He doesn't have to do a whole bunch of heavy lifting. He just has to get the guys the ball in stride, and that's really what we what we're looking to see from him. Um, but at the very least, Jimmy's going to have to convert convert on third downs to extend these drives. Uh, he doesn't have to do a lot of the heavy lifting, but he's going to have to convert on those little third and shorts, third and fives. Uh, and they can't get penalties to drive them back and make third and longs, because if they're if if that happens, we're going to see more of the seventeen to nothing, and they've got to claw their way back. Uh, but Jimmy's got to, they've got to take chump plays, chump chump chump, little three four yards here and there, and then Jimmy's going to have to hit those third and fives, third and fours, third and threes. Uh, he's going to have to hit those guys. He's going to have to convert. He's not going to. He cannot give up the big interception. Uh, so it's going to be a big key. Uh, can Elijah Mitchell and Debo take advantage of these linebackers? I'm going to go back to their linebackers. Their linebackers are not good. They're not good. And how, how many yards rushing do we see from Debo and Elijah Mitchell? Do we see another big game from those two like we had in the last game? Uh, I expect even if 49ers get down, they're not going to go away from this running game. They would have to go down pretty far. Um, but can they get 30 to 30 to 40 carries? That's what we that's what we're shooting for. I, th I saw Grant Cohn talk about he wants to see 50 carries because the, the least amount of times that Jimmy has to throw the better. I can't really argue with him. If the if the 49ers can get away with using with using not just Debo, but all their running backs, and they end up getting 50 carries, I'm all about it. If it, if if it's a winning formula for us. Um, but which receivers step up? Uh, I think it's, I think all anybody ever talks about on this team is Debo and may, and every now and then Kittle, but Ayuk is a, is a baller. He didn't get any looks in the last game. Now, granted, Jimmy only threw the ball 19 times. Uh, so there wasn't a lot of balls to go around, but Ayuk cannot be, cannot be, cannot get a donut in this game. He's got to be involved. Jennings is going to have to be involved. He can't just be a blocker out there. Uh, Jennings is going to have to catch some some third some of those third downs he's known for. And what are you? What are they going to do 
because if if Jimmy can if Jimmy can spread it around, it's going to be it's going to be so much easier for this running game. And we're all talking, and I'm talking about what ifs and what should be's, but it it all comes back to can Jimmy hit those guys in stride on time? That's what it comes down to in stride on time. So can he get those receipt? Can those receipt? When I say that, can the receiver step up? Can does Jimmy see him and hit him when he's supposed to hit him? Because uh, we know that Kyle's gonna gonna scheme up some open guys. Uh, Kittle needs to take advantage of these linebackers and these safeties. Rap is hurt. Their starter is hurt. I think we got a 40, 50 year old Eric Weddle out there. Uh, we got to be able to take advantage of that matchup. And I know that Kyle doesn't take advantage of matchups per se. But what I'm saying, when I say that, I'm saying Jimmy, he's got, he's got to be able to beat those guys. And Jimmy's going to have to see the matchup. He's going to have to take advantage of the matchup. Uh, but Jenny needs to play his role and beat up this secondary to tire them out on rundowns. What I want to see Kyle do, and I, what I would like to see him do, is just move Jennings around and just start hitting and just to just a block on rundowns and just to tire out these uh these safeties and these corners uh to so that when it's time for for passing downs, those guys they're not they're not uh they don't have a whole bunch of energy to cover. Uh, and, I, and I don't know if that, if that works or not, but I'd like to see it just to see if it works. And I'm sure that Kyle, I'm not, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I'm sure Kyle has thought about this. Uh, and I think that's what, how he uses Jennings a lot. So I can't, but the camera never shows. You have to have the all 22 to see Jennings do this. And every now and then we get to see it, but man, I wish they would just keep a camera on Jennings at all times, just so, we could see those matchups and see him being physical with those guys. Um, but yeah, I think Jennings is going to at least get a couple of catches in this one. Uh, just because, I mean, it's going to be in LA, the weather, the weather's not going to be a factor in this game. It's not going to be green Bay. It's not going to be minus, uh, minus wind chill factor and all that other kind of stuff. That's not going to be this game. This game is just going to be, it's going to be good weather. It's going to be playing. And like Croc likes to say, it's going to be in the carport. And it's L.A., so Levi South, I should say. So it's – there's just really no excuse for us not to – for Kyle not to be able to scheme up what he wants to do. I don't think that this Rams defense, uh, they get – you talk about they're really good players, but I just I, I just think that Kyle can take advantage of this defense. Uh, but it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, and that's how they have to treat this game to, uh, on Sunday is that it's a marathon. It's not going to be a sprint. Uh, they need to just methodically chunk, 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 and they cannot have holding penalties to set them back. That's going to be the key because these refs are going to be looking to call holding. The, the league, I, I'm a firm believer, the league doesn't like to see running teams. The league does not like to see running teams. Every chance they get, they they penalize running teams because they're just looking for holding calls, even though holding could get called on every play. But it seems like they like to pick on running teams because in their mind, that's not what the, the public wants to see. They want to see people throw it all over the yard. They don't want to see just, just winning football. Um, and 
that Green Bay game with uh, the 49ers, I, I don't think that's what the NFL wanted to see. Um, but, but hey, we'll see because the uh, because 49ers they haven't been getting penalized a lot in this playoffs. So I would love to see that that continue. But, but uh, I mean, like I said, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. They need to treat it as such. And they just need to take whatever the Rams give them, and then Jimmy needs to take advantage of those those third and third and mids, third and short. So uh, as far as the defense goes, D line, uh, D line once again, uh, D line once again is going to be the uh, the key against Stafford. They have to get be able to get pressure with four. That's the key against Stafford. Uh, Stafford has shown throughout this season that he is willing to give the ball to you. You just gotta, you just gotta get pressure on him with four. That's the key. So five sacks is the goal in my mind. Four to five sacks, and I think uh, I think the 49ers will have this game pretty much in hand. Uh, everyone is mostly healthy on the defense, including Ambry Thomas, who missed the game against uh, Green Bay. I saw today he doesn't even have an injury designation at this point. Uh, so huge. Huge to have him back. And I'm hoping that he just continues that same confidence that he's had in the last few games uh, because an, a confident Ambry Thomas, as we've seen, he plays aggressive and he play and he just plays well and he helps in the run game. So, yeah. Uh, does D'Amico scheme up another masterful game plan against Stafford? Every quarterback that he's gone against, D'Amico has – has just really schemed up a great game plan. And I don't think that this game is going to be any different. I have supreme confidence in D'Amico Ryans. I think that guy has proven himself. The fact that he's getting head coaching interviews in his first season ever as a defensive coordinator should tell you how great of a season this guy's had and how no matter what injury happened, uh, he has still schemed it up to be for the 49ers to have a top defense in the league. And, and then there's Chris Kasurik, who does a, an outstanding job with the defensive line. But can, can D'Amico scheme it up one more time against Stafford, OBJ, and Cup? Uh, pressure is going to be the key. It's going to be the key. It's going to be that D-line, those stunts, those twists on, uh, on those third and longs because they are not going to run the ball. I just want to make that clear again. They are not going to run the ball. That's not going to even be a thing, uh, because D'Amico's going to. But D'Amico's going to use multiple looks. I expect him to use multiple looks like he did in the Green Bay game, and he's going to try and confuse Stafford. Can the 49ers take advantage when Stafford tries to hand them the ball? Can they do it? Uh, I mean, I want to see him do it. I know you guys want to see him do it, uh, but when the ball hits. Jimmy Ward in the hand, is he going to catch it? Like, I mean, he had one ball hit him right in the chest, and he, he just he, – it's like he's adverse to catching the ball. Um, but they have to uh, – if he can confuse – if he can confuse Rodgers, then D'Amico can confuse Stafford, and he can frustrate – he can frustrate him and make him just throw the ball up. I really believe that that's going to happen again in this game and we're going to be looking at Stafford like what are you doing dude what are you doing um can the 49ers take advantage can the 49ers take advantage of that 
my prediction for this game is going to be, and I know that this is going to, uh, this would rub any Rams fan, but I talked about it on my odd couple podcast with, with my buddy, Nate, that my prediction for this game is going to be 27, 14. I haven't changed from that. Uh, I really think that if, uh, especially if Trent Williams starts in this game, I think that the 49ers have a winning formula against the, I think the last game 49ers took these guys hearts. And I don't think that the Rams believe that they can beat the 49ers. I, I really don't think that they they think that. So I believe that the 49ers are a team of destiny. I can feel it. I can, I believe it. And I just, uh, D'Amico's defense, I feel like is going to have a signature, another signature performance in this game. I think that they're going to show out. And uh, Jimmy doesn't need to do anything special. Once again, he just needs to not make the big mistake. He needs to hit the open guy. And he needs to hit the open guy, not throw it over their head, not throw it, uh, not throw a pick six. He needs to throw it. He needs to throw it and hit the open guy. Uh, McVeigh and the Rams have a chance to shed this soft label. I don't think they will, but they they have to be. They have to at least try to shed the soft label. Can they get up? Can they get up on the 49ers quick enough and refuse to get worn down? Because that's that the 49ers have basically gone out there and just said, we even if you guys get up on us we're still going to do what we do because we don't feel that you can do this for 60 minutes. That's basically what they said in the last game. That's what Shanahan told McVay. He doesn't think that you guys can do that for 60 minutes. So are you guys going to man up and, and buck up and be ready, ready to go ready for this fight. Um, But we'll see Sunday, Sunday. Uh, I can't wait. And I know all my 49er fans can't wait. Uh, I like, uh, but I thank everybody for joining me in this, on this uh, podcast. It's got a little bit of a different layout. Uh, I'm trying out some new stuff. I will be doing live feeds going forward. Uh, So please, if you watch this and I'm going to start telling, giving you times of when I'm going to be on, come in, put some comments out there, put some, give me some likes, subscribes. Uh, hit the bell so that you can get the notifications of when I'm going to go, when I'm going to go, when I'm going live. Uh, but uh, we're going to start doing live casts going forward. Uh, watch out for my odd, uh, my odd couple podcast with Nate. Uh, that's going to be an ongoing thing. I plan on having some guests on my show uh, going forward and, and some with me and Nate. So uh, be on the lookout. Uh, and I want to see, I want to, I fully want to see, a, red, a sea of red out there in Levi's South. I want to see it 70% 49er fans like they keep talking about on Twitter. Uh, so good luck, everybody. I can't, we can't wait to watch this game and uh, good luck 49ers and go Niners, go Niners.